As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Tom Harvey threw into the fifth position. So 
Riley's out of the curtain, he's now stationary at Bruno Chicane. That's a real shame for him. But it's all going well for Christian Lilly in this first heat. It looks as though he's going to get the job done. Really good battling in the one as he comes off of Wilkins Bend, onto the main strip, through Pitts Bend again. And it's a real trouble for second place. John Humphrey, Freddie Tomlinson, Tom Harvey going on the inside of Tomlinson, Ella Stevens and Nathan Tyson. The friend. The amazing great race car from Freddie Tomlinson, who hangs on to third position. Brilliant work from Tomlinson to hold off the of Tom Harvey as they make their way through the hairpin. He's still there in third position. He's Tom Harvey cannot overcome the 62 of Freddie Tomlinson, who's now on the back of Charlie Humphreys in the 76. But all this is allowing Christian Lilly breathing space at the front. He up to get away from pole position earlier. He had initially dropped back. But now Tomlinson is really in the fight for third position as he scrabbles away with Humphreys and uh, Tom Harvey. Ella Stevens trying to move up. I think that's Ella Stevens actually in the middle of the gaggle trying to make up places. There she is, fifth position in the 87. Trying to get the move on Tomlinson who has lost the plate. Tom Harvey. Tom Harvey now in third place. So Tom Harvey through in the third position. Great battles all the way around this racetrack at this moment in time, but it's all going for guns blazing around the circuit. Some great battles. But it looks to me as though it's going to be Christian Lilly who takes the victory in this one. He's got a great advantage, and he's keeping hold of things at the moment. Although, the drivers in the second position battle are starting to work together to close that gap down to Lilly, and they need to if they want to steal the heat victory away from him. So they go down to Hangar. Through Hagerbain and through Wilkins, Lily still holds the lead, but it's not as big as it was. They are starting to gain ground, but are they going to run out of time before the victory? They come through again to start another lap. Not far away from the end of the race, actually. Lily is pushing hard, but now Tomlinson and Humphreys are working together. Spin! Spin for Harvey! Tom Harvey spins it into the second corner. What a disaster for Harvey. His arms are in the air. And Tom Harvey really unhappy. I wonder if there was contact to start that incident, but Tom Harvey has spun the car on the approach to Cafe Bend, and that is a real disaster. So his race is short-lived at the fight for victory. Meanwhile, Humphreys and Tomlinson are desperately working together here to close up on Lily. A little bit of a squabble between those two at the moment. But to try and close up on Lily, they're going to need to work a little bit harder to get this done out of Wilkins and up to the final bend. Checker flag is not far away, but there's still some good a few laps of this race to go. It's a quick lap here, don't forget. 45 seconds for the uh, senior cards, about 50 seconds for these cadets. And now, Nathan Ties back in the fourth position ahead of Ella Stevens, Jamie Gurney. And then the number five of Louis Ross is ahead of Ingram, as ahead of Pilfold, Ingram and Keatley. Then we've got Tom Harvey having rejoined in front of Aidan Hassan and Christian Valverde, the 77. That's your order at the moment. But Christian Lilly still needs the Wayne Car 2. It's getting really close for second position as Nathan Ty tries another attempt to get on the podium. Freddie Tomlinson and Charlie Humphreys are being caught by Nathan Ty and Ella Stevens in fourth and fifth position. They are closing round. So this is going to be a really close battle as the race uh, continues to unfold. We're not far away from the closing stages now, but Christian Lilly is definitely looking safe at the moment in the lead. Yellow flags wave. Into turn one, that's a victory. Sorry, it's done. I couldn't see the checker from there. But Christian Lilly is very happy. Very, very happy indeed with that. He's got every reason to be. What a sensational drive from Christian Lilly as he takes the victory. It's a great 
into his first race of the day. Lily is pumped up and happy about that one. Charlie Humphreys a great second place. Freddie Tomlinson in third from Nathan Ty in the 91 in fourth position. Good work from him. And uh, on that note, it's worth trying to cut through to see if I can have a word with uh, Christian Lilly after a great race. It's uh, very fantastic work there from uh, Christian Lilly. He comes out, he leaves the car, comes out of the uh, scrutineering bay, and he's really happy with that one. Let's have a quick word. Christian, that was so tough as a race, but you managed to get the perfect overtake at the right time and made the break. That's what really made that race for you. Yeah, I think it was. Uh, at that point, I was kind of thinking, obviously, and then it just opened up um, loads of overtakes in the crowd and it just, it got me a chance to pull ahead. Great result, mate. Fantastic win. Well done. Thank you. So that's uh, game over for race one for the uh, cadets and victory for Christian Lilly ahead of Charlie Humphreys in second position. A great little drive there to uh, beat Freddie Tomlinson to the second spot on the podium. Let's have a word with Charlie now that he's uh, gone through scrutineering. Charlie, second place. That was really great racing as well, and it was uh, really hard work to get there. Considering where you've been, and then to fight your way through to second, this is a good start to the day. Thank you. No problem at all, Charlie. Great run. And Freddie, third position. That's not a bad start to your day either. It was a, a tough race. You were leading in the early stages. Perhaps there's more on the way. Yeah, hopefully. Good stuff, Freddie. Good job, mate. Third position. And Nathan ties back here as well, having been in fourth position. Nathan, fourth place. That's not bad going. It was a good fight out there. I guess so. You wanted more than that, though, didn't you? There's still two races to go. Good luck in the next one. Thank you. So there you go. There's your top four. They all did an absolutely fantastic job, didn't they? Brilliant stuff for the first team. And uh, a great victory for Christian Lilly. Uh, good fighting, though, from Charlie Humphreys and Freddie Tomlinson to make the top three. And then also in the mix, of course, we still have great work from Nathan Tyler. So uh, those four in the top four uh, doing an absolutely brilliant job. So well done to those guys. Next up, we have the juniors out on the circuit and it's uh, time for their grid so uh, they'll talk you through that Tyrone Stansfield will line up on the front row of the grid with Nicky Taylor in second position just nine thousandths of a second slower than him in qualifying absolutely incredible those front two Sky Siddle and Dylan Reed will start from the second row of the grid in 9 and 90 with Harry Graham and Harry Barlow on the third row of the grid in 5 and 4 106 and 3 are next on row 4 that's Tony Baldry and Scott Hudley Connor Brown and Tom Massarella in 103 and 7 are row 5 Will Martin number 6 and George Whitehouse number 114 are row 6 uh, that is Oliver Moy and Tom Davison on the 7th row 104 and 100 Morgan Cole lines up in row 8 alongside Sam Cunliffe, 74 and 118. Then it is 93 Ben Gartside and 116 Jack Rigg, the way in ninth row of the grid. Harley Bush and Zach Parkinson are on row 10. And Matthew Keeley lines up beside Toby Gilmore, who sadly was actually excluded from qualifying for being underweight. So uh, there we are. That's the uh, reason for him being put into uh, the 22nd position on the starting grid, but it should be a pretty exciting race nonetheless. And if Morgan Cole can hear me on the starting grid, as humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. 
I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. She literally called me to the office. Uh, here in Tokyo, to send her a message. Good luck. Just in time as well, because the racing is about to get underway. So off they go. Stansfield and Taylor, Siddle and Reed, Graham and Barlow, Baldry and Hudley, Brown and Massarella, Martin and Whitehouse, Moy and Davison, Cole and Cunliffe, Gartside and Rigg, Bush and Parkinson. It's going to be a good one with Keelan Gilmore on the 11th row as well. We've got 22 great drivers trying to fight their way through to the top step of the podium. And as they run around the circuit in formation, this one's going to be close. So the guards are now neatly into position around the gorgeous sunshine of the Shellington Cup Racing Club. As the guards go around in position, we're looking really, really excited for this one as the drivers form up into their two rows and we get ready for the start. They come out of Wilkins and we're ready for a launch up to the first corner for the first time. Stansfield and Taylor, Siddle, Reed, Graham, Barlow, Baldry, Huntley, Brown, Massarella, Martin, Whitehouse, the edge of Rise, and we're racing. Here we go, first corner, and it's a great start for Stansfield. Taylor's already lost the place to Sky Siddle as we go through for the first time. Everybody's through neat and tidy, and there's no incidents to speak of. Absolutely brilliant start to this race then here at Shellington, and it's a great getaway for Tyrone Stansfield. With Sky Siddle initially through in the second position, we go through to the headpin for the first time, and it looks like there's no major dramas there either. Good, clean racing at the first start, so it is the first two, Stansfield and Siddle, with Nicky Taylor through in third position, fourth place that looks like the four of Harry Barlow, coming up from sixth on the grid to P4, and there's contact in the Bruno Chicane, that is Will Martin, Will Martin in the six has gone around, he can't believe it, a couple of other drivers in there as well, we'll have to pick those up as they come through, but Will Martin is the big name to drop off the field there, so through comes Stansfield, leading the way from Siddle, Taylor and Barlow. Fifth position, that is the 90. So good start to the race there from the 90 of Dylan Reed as the field works its way through. Good start to proceedings. A couple of drivers left out the back. That is the 69 of Zach Parkinson and the 6 of Will Martin. So those two getting caught up in the first chicane melee of the Bruno chicane. That's a real shame. Through they come again. And Harry Barlow's caught up to the back of Nicky Taylor, who's already starting the attack on Sky Siddle. And Tyrone Stansfield is trying to make a break in the lead of this race. So Stansfield from Siddle, Taylor and Barlow. Dylan Reed is in fifth position, leading the next train. So it's really close. Good start to proceedings, though. And as they come onto the start-finish straight for the third time, 
in his stance field who leads the way. Siddle in second. Barlow now third ahead of Taylor and Dylan Reed. Sixth place is Huntley in front of the seven of Massarella. Then it is Graham. The 106 is next up. That's Baldry in front of Connor Brown. And then the 114 of George Whitehouse. Great racing here at Shellington in the early stages. And already the 69 of Zach Parkinson and the 6 of Will Martin are closing up on Matthew Keeley, the rookie in 91, to try and get back into this motor race. It's an absolute squabble for second position now with all of those drivers all the way back to Connor Brown in the 103. Knows the tail and it might not be too long before George Whitehouse joins them in that train. So an amazing race has already gone underway here at Shellington as the racers break their way through. Parkinson and Martin are getting their way past the 91 of Matthew Keeley. But here is Stansfield at the front. Barlow's now second, ahead of Siddle, ahead of Taylor. Then Reed, Huntley, Massimala, Graham. And then the 106 and 103 of Baltry and Brown. Then it's Whitehouse. And we've got a number loose at the back, 74 there, of Morgan Cole. I think scrapping away with Oliver Moy. We've got uh, Jack Rigg and uh, the 119 of Tony Gilmore towards the end of the field. As the last three behind them continue their little squabble. We've got someone whose rear number is falling off. I can't quite tell who it is. I think it's Oliver Moy who's lost his rear number. So clearly there's been some contact somewhere. Otherwise that number would not have become dislodged. So through they come. Stansfield still leading the way. Barlow now to second in front of Siddle and Taylor with Dylan Reed in fifth position. Here they come again. So Stansfield still leads. Barlow has made a break in second place from Siddle, Taylor, Reed, Massarella, Huntley and Graham. Then it's the 103 and 106. So Brown is now in front of Toby Baldry with George Whitehouse in there. Moy, the 74 of uh, Morgan Cole, then Cutliffe. Great battles all the way through as Martin makes his way up the inside of the 119 of uh, Toby Gilmore. 91 Matthew Keeley working hard out there as well. But Nicky Taylor swarming all over the back of Sky Siddle in third position. So a great little battle there. But Harry Barlow has not only made it through to second position from sixth on the grid, but he's actually getting away from that group. Amazing battling for third place. But he's got his sights set purely on Tyrone Stansfield. They were having a great football match last night, and it was a great battling out on the field. But here on the track, it's business as usual. Stansfield, Barlow, Siddle. There goes Dylan Green up the inside of Nicky Taylor. And it looks like Massarella's going to go through as well. On the far side, Taylor has to shut the door. Brilliant racing all the way through. It's going to be an incredible race day. But the juniors have already started as they need to go on. Stansfield has a lead. Barlow in second. But it's not as big as he would like. Siddle has broken clear of that pack now. With Dylan Reed through in the fourth position in front of Massarella and Taylor. So Massarella has got through in the fifth place past Nicky Taylor. So the battle still rages on. But Stansfield is in the lead. It looks very good for him at the moment. Tyrone Stansfield leading the way. Leads very comfortably from Barlow. Sky Siddle trying to join him. In their battle for second position, fourth is Reed. Then it's Massarella, Taylor, Huntley, Graham. Oh, Connor Brown goes up the circuit, right onto the grass. He's going to get passed shortly by Toby Baldry on the way down the uh, Stratford Strait as they run towards runway Airpin. So a little bit of grass tracking there from Connor Brown. He manages to get the cards back on the back stuff, but it's uh, cost him a place, I'm sure. No, it hasn't. He has defended from Baldry. They've fallen off the train, but they've managed to defend position. So good work there from Connor Brown to uh, bring the car back onto the race circuit, having gone right off the circuit, all four wheels on the grass, and he brings it back in the same position. Good work from Brown. Here's Stansfield with a good advantage now over Barlow and Siddle. Reading fourth. Massarella has to go all the way in fifth place. Then it is Nicky uh, Taylor in front of Huntley and Graham. Brown. And now Whitehouse in front of the 106 of Baldry. 
Cudlip is in front of Morgan Cole as well, so he's made a good move there. The 87 of Harley Bush just going past us with uh, Jack Rigg, Will Martin, and uh, the other man in the mix there, the 69 of Zach Parkinson, as they're all trying to make their recovery drives. But it's looking good for Tyrone Stansfield, leading the way and looking good for the victory as he comes out of Wilkins Bend onto the main straight once more. It's all going full guns blazing for Tyrone Stansfield. Cart number two out in front, looking good. So Stansfield continues his run. Barlow and Siddle. Dylan Reed, fifth place is the seven. Our Massarella in front of Taylor, Huntley and Graham. Great racing all the way through. Oliver Boy has managed to get away from Ben Gartside. Bush is there, and there's damage for the 100. Damage for the 100 of Tom Davison. So Davison is into the holding area. His race is over, and he's furious about it. So Davison is not happy. Something has happened out there on the circuit. He's lost his front bumper, I can tell you that. But Davison is out of the cart and out of this race, and he's really angry. So Tom Davison, very unhappy. Not sure what happened. It uh, ended up out of my view, unfortunately. But uh, Tom Davison... Not a happy man. Here's Stansfield running away in front of Barlow, Siddle and Reed. Reed has caught the train now. Taylor, Massarella, and then Huntley and Graham. Good battles all the way through. Gunside is trying to catch the back of the train. So too is Harley Bush. And Martin is caught up to the back of Zach Parkinson as they both got past the 116 of uh, Jack Reed. Great racing too for the 119 as he goes through there. Toby Hill more trying to get himself back into contention ahead of Matthew Keeley, the 91, who should be coming through this time by. He does indeed. But the young man from Braintree in Essex is about to come through and have himself a very nice day in the office to start things off. Tara Stansfield. We've got a couple of cards in trouble. And it's Will Martin again in Bruno Chicane. He's had a coming together with Jack Rick there by the look of it. They fly past our position at Cafe Ben once again. Ben Gartside very close to the back of Oliver Moy compared to where he was. Harley Bush trying to catch the train too. And Zach Parkinson sliding around on the curves there at Cafe. But it looks to me as though Jack Rigg and Will Martin have got too close together on that last lap. Well, as a result of that, they've ended up having too much of a slide. But it's not too long now before the race comes to a close as Tyrone Stansfield comes through to uh, get the victory he wanted so much in this first part of the day. Stansfield has one more lap to go, I believe, as he comes through, working very hard indeed out in front. Siddle's back in second. Siddle has got past Harry Barlow. So good work from Sky. She's up to second place. And just at the right moment, too. So Siddle looking for the top three in this first race of the day. Good start to proceedings then from our top three. It looks as though it's going to be Stansfield from Siddle and Barlow. But Barlow's going to try one more time to get past Sky Siddle. Dylan Reed in fourth place, not doing too badly at all. But it's not far now until the checker flag flies. And it looks as though from pole position, just as Christian, Dilly, uh, Christian Lilly did in race one, it looks as though it's going to be Tyrone Stansfield who gets the victory from pole position in the juniors. The checker flag flies, and it's Tyrone Stansfield who wins a brilliant race from Sky Siddle and Harry Barlow. Fourth position for Dylan Reed in front of Nicky Taylor, who's really unhappy with himself there. Fifth place is not where he wanted to be. Massarella, Huntley, Graham. 103 of Connor Brown in front of Toby Poultry and Morgan Cole. What a sensational run for our top four, though. Brilliant racing from them. Absolutely brilliant driving. And a great run from uh, Tyrone Stansfield, who uh, gets his first victory of the day from pole position.
We made our way into Sprinteering to uh, have a quick chat to our man on the top of the podium, Tyrone Stansfield, after a great race there in uh, cup number two from pole position. It wasn't easy, but uh, Tyrone, you certainly made it look easy at times out there. It must have been uh, quite difficult to make the break out of the rest of the pack. Oh, yeah, I just pushed from the start and um, tried to get a lead, and then I did. And I just went from there, getting my head down, and made up a gap, and then went from there. You've only got to do that two more times today now. Great work, Tyrone. Fantastic win. So second position, a little further back after some magnificent battles in that one. Great to see Sky Siddle from third position on the grid getting to second place. Sky, good, uh, good second place there. Almost a victory at uh, one point, but uh, good to see you in second place there. Yeah, really good position, so, yeah. And that obviously means that the rest of the day should be a really strong one for you. The car seems to be in really good form. Second place, good job. So we're third position, we look back to Harry Barlow. Uh, Harry, third place, that's a bit of all right to start the day. Yeah, it's perfect, uh, start of sit. Obviously, it just overtake and with pushing Sky up with a top tight run by the end. Really, really good. And you, you look absolutely worn out after that. I mean, third position from six, that's a really good start to the day. You only need to do that again to get to the top step now. Yeah, obviously, then I just kept pushing Sky after she overtook me with the top, so I still need to catch tight. Good job. Third place, brilliant work, Harry. And now the man in fourth position, just in behind there as well, he's also come down. Dylan Reed, you wanted the top four, so you got it. Now there's a little bit more to do. Well, yeah, you know, I was a bit disappointed in getting any fun trying to overtake anyone. But, you know, I, 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 I had a really bad start, dropped down to sixth, worked my way back up, but I think I, I caught these guys, but then I just, I had a breaking bit going into the um, care pin, which really cost me. I was just trying to push, 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 and at the end, I mean, one or two more laps, I think I maybe could have finished third, but you know, it's all about next time I'm going to push a lot harder in order to hopefully do a lot more overtaking, maybe, you know, catch Tyrone for fun, who knows, but you know, it's just, you know, it's been hard this weekend because it's been a bit of a sad story, I'm just kind of, I was hoping for a top five finish, and I'm in the top four, but now I just want to push more and more and more. So. You and 20 other drivers want to catch Tyrone, obviously, but no, brilliant job, fourth place, one of them. Really intense racing there from the first two uh, races of the day, the cadets and the juniors. Really good to see. And some absolutely fantastic driving uh, in the early stages of today here at Shepparton. The glorious sunshine and blue skies and blusty breeze really does give us uh, a true sense of where the uh, competition lies. And there's a good uh, seven or eight drivers who can be on the podium here at uh, Shepparton in both the cadets and the juniors. So that's a really good sign for the rest of the day. And we move our attentions now, of course, to the Super Elites. Now, this one will be intriguing because, of course, we had that fantastically close qualifying session with Richard Evans getting pole position with uh, Ami Jurga alongside uh, Matthew Pierce and Sam Faulkner, only fourth on the grid. That's a bit of a surprise, actually, to see Sam in fourth place. They said they've had problems with the engine all weekend. If Sam can do what he does in a crowd, then he'll still win regardless. At fifth position, Steve Yule and Tom Snape in sixth. Then it's James Baldwin and Jake Wellsby on the fourth row of the great John Collins and David Darling on row five. Carl Watt and Elliot Stanley on row six. From Jay Hudman, John Corey, Jason Bradbury, Matt Rainbow, Aaron Banks and Will Chipley. It's going to be an interesting battle this one as well because uh, Will was actually saying he didn't get a decent toe so he was down on pace. And if that's the case and he's back on the pace in this race then everybody in the entire grid is covered by less than a second. So anybody... <laughs> 
absolutely anybody can win this motor race. So uh, it is incredibly close quarters in the Super Elites, possibly the closest grid of them all, apart from the uh, front row of the next grid, which we'll talk about in some fantasticism in a little bit. But uh, that is your starting grid for the Super Elites. Evans and Jurger, Pearson, Faulkner, Bjorn and Snake, Baldwin and Wellsby, Collins and Darling, the top ten. Then Watt, Stanley, Hunman, Corey, Bradbury, Rainbow, Banks and Checkley. And what an incredibly close grid this is set to be. Whistle go! As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Barrier raises. And we're off and away. So it's going to be some great racing then in the Super Elite. the first heat of the day. And boy, oh boy, oh boy, this is going to be close. So we've had two winners from pole position in Christian Lilly and Ty Stansfield. Can Richard Evans do the job for the third in a row in the Super Elites? I'm personally thinking he won't have it quite as easy. Evans and Jurgo on the front row. Pierce and Faulkner on the second. Yule and Snake on the third. Baldwin and Wellsby on the fourth. Collins and Darling on the fifth. Watt and Stanley on the sixth. Hudman and Corey. Bradbury and Rainbow. Banks and Checkley giving chase. This is going to be really close as well because there's about a second between all of them on the starting grid. So this is all going to be about the start. So Evans on one side of the grid, Jurgen to the other. Pierce, Faulkner, Yule, Snake, Baldwin, Wellsby, Collins, Darling. Wait for it, we're racing. Good start at the front of the field. And already Evans has got a good getaway. And it looks like Faulkner's back in the pack down to about mid-sixth position. What a start from Steve Yule. Tom Snake's made a good getaway as well. So they're right up there in the top six. Steve Yule has gone to third position from fifth place. Brilliant start. So it looks all good for Richard Evans. Matthew Pierce is right up in the front end as well. Where's Annie Jurger? Is she still second? No, it's the right side of the grid that's got a great job. So it's Evans, Pierce, Yule, Jurger, Snake, Faulkner. What an amazing start then. So Evans has got that inside line and he holds the early advantage here in heat one. So Richard Evans holding the inside line and taking that early advantage. Pierce, I think, is now down to second position, is he? Is that Steve Yule right in there? Third position, looks like it to me. So Yule still giving full chase. Then it's the 290. That's James Baldwin. That's Baldwin in front of Jurger and Volker. Tom Snape is down to eighth behind the 166 of Carl Watt. Carl Watt's made a great start. Seventh position. 
Great battling once again as they come through to Wilkins one more time. And over the start, finish straight again. Now, I think Pierce is getting closer to Evans than Evans can feel comfortable with, but he's going to have pressure from Jurgen before Evans has pressure from Pierce. Yulis Moore, fourth the fifth. Now we've got John Collins closing up on the back of Tom Snake, who is closing up on the back of James Baldwin. So we've got some great battles everywhere. Meanwhile, Bradbury is getting some attention from the 100 of Aaron Banks. And that's Jake Wellsby having more difficulties. Jake Wellsby has all sorts of mechanical difficulties now with that card. Having started in, in an eighth position, Wellsby's in trouble. Carl Watt's in trouble as well. Now, I'm not sure what's happened to Carl Watt on that last lap, but both Watt and Wellsby seem to be a long way back. And it looks like they've got difficulties of their own now. But it won't be long before the checker flag flies. I think we're getting closer to it as Jürger has a look towards Matthew Pierce. Richard Evans still holding the advantage out in front, and it looks as though Evans is going to get this one. Great work, too, from Baldwin to hold off the likes of Tom Snake. Great squabble further back as we've got David Darling scrapping away. Oh, contact! Contact there! That's Jason Bradbury on the inside of Aaron Banks. And uh, Banks got held up. He puts his arm in the air. What are you doing, Sunshine? He's not happy with that. But the racing continues on for those two towards the back. But it's not going to be long as oh, it's Wellsby. Wellsby, arm in the air. His race is over. That is a real shame for Jake Wellsby from the fourth row of the green. It's all game over. But out in front, it looks as though it's going to be three pole positions and three victories in three separate classes. Lily did it. Stansfield did it. Evans is going to do it. But Jurgis in second. Jurgis got Pierce. So Jurgis through past Matthew Pierce and into second. So the top three is now as they started again. Will Checkley's been making some good progress. I have to say, he's got past Darling. He's got past uh, at least Jason Bradbury and Aaron Banks. He's not far from Matt Rainbow either. So Will Checkley for the back of the grid has gone really well in the latter stages of this race. Made up at least five places. But it's going to be a checkered flag finish for Richard Evans if things continue as they are. He's going to come out of Wilkins onto the main straight. And it's going to be very nearly done. Because here comes Evans again. Jurger in front of Pierce. Pierce still pushing for that second place, but Jurger running well. Yules fourth. Folder is fifth. Ahead of the two, 19 Baldwin. Then Snape and Collins. Ninth is Hudman. Tenth is John Corey. Then it is Will Checkley up to 11th in front of David Darling. So Checkley has come from 18th to 11th, but Checkley is in front of David Darling, and Darling wants that 11th position back. So David will push very hard to get that place once more. This is a great run from Will Checkley to come from the back of the grid to be 11th place. Out in front, however, as try as they might, Jurger and Pierce just can't get close enough to Richard Evans to make an attempt for the victory. It's going to be close, and they are still going to fight for seconds. Well, actually, Jurger has broken clear of Pierce. She's setting after Evans. She's not done yet. Jurger's still got a chance here. She's broken clear of Pierce, and now they're setting off on the way. So Abby Jurgen might be able to set this from Evans right to the death. Meanwhile, Darling has got all sorts of pressure from Matt Rainbow. Bradbury's in there, so too is the 100 of Aaron Banks. But Rainbow's giving some real hassle to uh, David Darling as Will Checkley tries to scamper off into the distance as they scrap over 11th place. But after an amazing drive, it looks like it's going to be three from three from the front of the grid. Out of Wilkins once more. And it's going to be Richard Evans, surely, who gets this victory. Unless Abby Jurger can do something about it. Jurger is getting closer, I should point out. Almost went for a move on the inside there. There is a couple more chances left open to Abby Jurger, but she's got to be sensible here. 
maybe wait for the final to make that bad side move. Sit on the back of Richard Evans and intimidating, ready for the later races. Jason Bradford, the back end, sliding out all over the place as he makes the move on Matt Rainbow to get through. David Darling slipped back behind both of them as well. So they're having a really great scrap for 12th position now, with Will Checkley having checked out and decided to go after that 10th position mark, currently held by John Corey. Car was still motoring on. He might as well get some extra testing in as David Darling scraps away and drops to the back of the queue behind Aaron Banks in the 100. Checkered flag though, Richard Evans has won it in front of Abby Jerger and Matthew Pease. What a great run for Richard Evans. Three from three, pole sitters and three classes get the victory. So what a drive from Richard Evans. And that was really well controlled for Richard. Abby Jerger will be very happy with second place. Third position for Matthew Pease. And fourth place in behind them is going to be... Uh, well, I thought fourth position might join us, but they haven't done so. So uh, fourth place after all of that was Steve Yule in the 244. So let's go and have a word with our uh, top three drivers as they bring their cards into scrutineering. That looked pretty straightforward. I'll bet it wasn't for uh, the number eight, Richard Evans from pole position. Richard, astonishing drive there. It wasn't easy, but uh, you certainly seem to have control for most of it. Yeah, it was not too bad. Car seemed pretty good. It's a bit different when you think it. This is a big headwind, so I think whoever's behind you gets a massive toe around the straight. So if I could have broke that, I think it would have been all right. But so wins a win. So tough, tough defence for the next two races, but possibly. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, so it'll be, uh, still be difficult. Well done, Richard. Great victory. So a great win for Richard Evans. Let's chat to uh, the lady who brought it home in second position after a fantastic drive. Great result for Amy Jerga. You were second on the grid. The start was a bit interesting though, a couple of people got uh, left behind there a little bit. Yeah, I just like bumped over and got left in the grid. Um, I just bumped off the line and I was fifth, I think, the first lap. So it wasn't very good, but I made them up again. So. And the real impressive mark of that was when you had Matthew Pierce in your sights, you were not going to settle for that third position, were you? No, and as I, I was quite happy that I didn't just like stop. We'll really look forward to seeing what you can do in the free final. Good luck with that. A good work there from Matthew Jerga. Let's have a chat to Matthew Pierce as uh, his car gets away. Matthew, that was a really hard work out there for third place. Yeah, it was. Um, obviously, I had a really good start. I was really happy with it. But um, I got my car stuck on that pipe. So after that, I could just feel the car not quite being there. So I knew Amy was coming up behind me. So you can't really uh, defend too, too much on this circuit because it's so fast. You, uh, you'll lose massive gains. So I wanted to stay with Tom. But it's all right, it's a good race pace, just need a little bit more. So. And it was really difficult as well, because once you lose the toe of the race lead, then you're kind of in no man's land, you're trying desperately to try and find a way to catch up. Yeah, absolutely. This track is all about, like, toe. Like, it's probably one track I've ever been to where toe is a massive impact. So, um, yeah, trying to hang on to the back of them, and just, you know, two car lengths in the front. So, yeah, next time. Good job, well, next time is not far away, so good luck with that, Matthew. Cheers, thank you. Great result there for those three to get them on the podium. They started one, two, three. They finished one, two, three. But it wasn't as boring as that, was it? Very much uh, exciting to get to that point in the first place. So that's your Super Elite podium. Now we go to the Super Masters. And my goodness me, five drivers at the front of the grid separated by eight thousandths of a second. When was the last time anybody ever got to say that to be motor racing? Ben Yeomans, Jim Rainbird, Neil Fisher, Michael Roots and Sam Divolo are the famous five, with Sam Fisher there in sixth position. Mark Lawrence and Sean Porter on the fourth row, 
Carl Churchill and George Friday on the fifth. Jake Mike Brown and Matt Ogle line up on row six with Ken Churchill, Ben Nichols, Richard Howe, Roland Brenda, and David Turnbull. Brenda and Turnbull in the end having nightmare qualifying sessions with uh, Brenda only getting one lap in before his engine had a problem. And then Turnbull unfortunately getting excluded from the session himself. So it should be an interesting one. And keep an eye on Roland Brenda from P16. If he's got that engine up to scratch, then he could well be in the top six by the end of this one. So he's definitely one to keep an eye on. But those five at the front, Yeomans, Greenberg, Neil Fisher, Michael Roots, and Sam Dimolo, unbelievable, eight thousandths of a second between all five of them. Any one of them could win this race, the next one, and the next one. So it really is going to be fascinating to see which of those five actually gets the job done. Especially when you consider that if they drop the ball, Sam Fisher is right there to uh, capitalise. Mark Lawrence is far away, and Sean Port, you know, the, the, the entertainment race, all of it up there was potentially at least 10 drivers who could get on the podium, at least some that could be in the top six in this race. It's going to be very close, whatever happens here, but three thousandths of a second between the top two and the top five by eight thousandths of a second. Here we go! As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match, with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. So the members leave, give morning air, and away we go, and there's problems already, problems already, Dogal, gets away, and tonight too's got problems, that's Jake White-Rammel, they can't start Jake White-Rammel's cars, Roland Prentice is struggling as well, but he gets out there, but Jake White-Rammel, they finally got the come on, that's a nightmare, but Jake White-Rammel's going to have to start from the back of the grid, that is a disaster for Jake White-Rammel, the 292, now, they might just have time to get himself back into position, but I have a feeling that he's going to have to take up residence at the back of the grid. So, Yeomans and Rainbird, Fisher and Roots, Dimelow and Fisher, Lawrence and Port, Churchill and Friday. That's a really close top ten. He's even closer to top five. Less than a hundredth of a second between the top five drivers. And I'm not sure you're ever going to get it as close as that ever again. So let's see which of them breaks the break. Yeomans, Rainbird... Neil Fisher, Roots, Dimolo, Sam Fisher, Lawrence Paul, Churchill, Friday, and then bridging up, and away we go for the fourth time today. It's the first race for the Supermasters, and away we go. Into the first corner, and there's jostling already, and this is at the big loser from that is Jim Rainbird. Rainbird's down to fourth. So Rainbird drops to fourth position as they come out of cafe. Neil Fisher and uh, Sam Dimolo have gone through in a second and third position, but the pole sitter Ben Yeomans has got the lead early on. So a really good start. But problems for Rainbird. He was fastest in yesterday's practice. He was second fastest in qualifying by three thousandths of a second. And now he's now in fourth position. The deadlock is broken and battle is resumed. So down the hangar straight. 
Through the right flick, still flat on the throttle. Pick your braking point carefully for Wilkins and then coast through with a lot of acceleration in the mid part of the apex and he's back onto the main straight with plenty of gusto for Pittsburgh. And it's leader for Yeomans. Neil Fisher is second, Dimolo third, then Rainbow, then the seven of Mark Lawrence. So Lawrence is in fifth place in front of the 200 and the four. So that is Carl Churchill having shot up past Sam Fisher. So what has happened to the 236 Michael Roots? I didn't see where he was in the gaggle. He must have been behind those guys out of the top six. So let's see where Roots is. One, two, three, four, eighth position. Eighth position for Roots. That's not a good start to his race. Having been in one of those top five, Michael Roots now finds himself down in eighth position. That is a real disaster. So he's got to try and find his way forward. But no doubt he will do so quickly. Here's Yeomans, your race leader. Second place is Dimolo. He's got past Neil Fisher and Jim Rainbird. So now we've got Lawrence in front of the four of Sam Fisher. And then we've got 200. That is Carl uh, Churchill in front of Michael Roots. They continue their battle. Problem is, these guys go by so quickly, it's difficult to keep up with them all. So I'm going to have to count them back after Michael Roots in eighth position to catch them through next time. For the top four, our nose the tail. Neil Fisher giving Dimolo some support to get onto the back of Yeomans. Here we go. The Supermasters are going to get very tight out at the front. Up towards Wilkins Bend we go. And it's going to be very close as they come onto the main straight this time. Yeomans in front of Dimolo, Fisher. And uh, fourth position there, still very much Jim Rainbird. Yeomans is now third. Neil Fisher's through. Dimolo's through. Neil Fisher's through. So ninth and tenth position is the 2-1-1 of Ken Churchill in front of George Friday. So Friday is still there in the top ten. But that is a big one. Dimolo has taken the lead and Neil Fisher's gone through into second position because Yeomans is down to third, giving, uh, getting some hassle from Jim Rainbird. I'm not sure we'll get four pole sitters for four victories now because Yeomans is under some pressure in third place. Dimolo is your leader. Neil Fisher, the E-plate, is there in second place from Yeomans and Rainbird. Rainbird seems to have dropped back a little bit, actually, trying to get himself back into contention. They're going to go side by side. Is this Fisher or through the inside? It is. Dimolo's down to second. Now on the inside, Yeomans has a look. Can't quite make it. Eleventh position is Brenda. Ogle is 12. 293 is in 13th. That's David Turnbull ahead of Sean Paul, who's down to 14th. So what a comeback this is for Roman Bredner. Back into 11th position now, having started down in 16th place. He's already got past five cards, but Dimolo is your leader. Neil Fisher second. So Fisher is now in second place again. They don't wait around to go for overtaking moves of the Supermasters. They just go for it. Nobody helps anybody at the front. It's every man for himself. And Fisher is still battling away with Dimolo, who's back in front. So Dimolo leads, Fisher second, Yeomans third, Rainbird is fourth. And it really is that close now because they've been caught by the four of Sam Fisher and the seven of Mark Lawrence. In there as well as Michael Riggs and the 236. 2-1-1 is now eighth of Ken Churchill. And they are that close again. Into the pits comes Ben Nichols. Ben Nichols is out. Not sure what's happened to Nichols, but something is definitely not right with the card. He is out of this race. That is a real shame for Ben Nichols. So as the leaders tighten up, it's now a train of seven. It was a train of four. Now it's a train of seven drivers fighting for the victory. Bring it on. This is Art UK in its finest form for the Supermasters as we have uh, Dimolo still leading from Fisher, Yeomans, Rainbird. Then we've got Sam Fisher from Mark Lawrence and Michael Roots and they are having a great scrap. 
So here they come, Divolo, Fisher, Yeomans, Rainbird, Sam Fisher, Owens, Roots, and then we've got those three further back, the 211 of uh, Ken Churchill, running well there with Carl Churchill and George Friday in contention as well, and Ronan Bredner up to 11th as we know. So there's still plenty of racing still to come from this race. There's still plenty of changes to be had if I know these guys. Matt Ogle in 12th position could be a wild card as well. A little off the chase, but if they start to squabble, then he could pick up some very nice pieces here. Out of Wilkins, onto the home straight once again. Plenty of great racing still to come in this one as Yeomans tries to get that pole position back. He's in third position at the moment, right behind Fisher. The leading three trying to break clear. Rainbird into the clutches of Sam Fisher, Lawrence, Roots, the Churchills, and then number five Friday with Ronan Brenner and Matt Ogle giving chase. Sean Port is trying to break himself out of 14th position, but he's currently battling away with, uh, I think that's the 292 of Jake White Rowell, who's got himself back in position. But this is one heck of a scrap. The Churchills, father and son, have got themselves into the scrap for fourth position now, and they've tagged along uh, for the ride. George Friday, the number five, so there's some great scrapping in the Supermasters to come. Down the main straight. Looks good for the E-plate to try and challenge Dimolo. He's not quite close enough yet, but Yeomans is very close. So through they come again out of Cafe. Rainbird in fourth position in front of Sam Fisher, Lawrence, Roots. Then it is Friday ahead of both the Churchills. So George Friday's got himself into eighth place. Good move from Friday. He goes up to eighth in front of both Carl and Ken Churchill. And then in 11th place, it's Brenda in front of Matt Ogle, Jake Whitewell. And in 14th position, that looks to me to still be... Your man in there, I think that's got to be um, Sean Port, hasn't it? The 245, who's still struggling there from 8th on the grid down to 14th position. And continue to scrap on away. And down across the main straight once again. Is this going to be Sam Dimolo holding on to his lead throughout? Or is Fisher going to have a try? Well, Dimolo's trying to break clear. And actually, Fisher and Yeomans are backing themselves into Rainbow. Sam Fisher, Lawrence and Michael Roots. This could get very interesting. Side by side, Matt Ogle goes battling with the 293 of David Turnbull. It's Turnbull up the road, not Jake Myrell. My apologies. So it's Turnbull fighting away with Matt Ogle for that 12th position. Still being tussled there by Sean Port in 14th position. But Dimolo, he's making a break. That's the important thing. Sam Dimolo, he's trying to break clear and get an advantage because second position is anybody's at this moment in time. They're going to run out of laps before we really start to get into the wars, but it's definitely a sign of things to come for the final. But Dimolo leads the way here, looking good. Fisher in second, Yeoman's third from Rainbow. Sam Fisher, Lawrence, Michael Roots, then it's George Friday. Then it is Carl in front of Ken. Ronan Bredner is next. Then it is the 293 of Turnbull in front of Port, Ogle, Jake Whiteround, and at the back of the field is Richard Howe, as we have already lost, as we said before, uh, ben Nichols, real shame to see him retire from the race early. But through they come, and it's a real squabble for third place now as Neil Fisher has broken clear. But Yeomans is hanging on like a very, very tight man at the front of this field. Fingers over the cliff for Yeomans at the moment, hanging on for dear life in third position. It's not going to be so easy, especially now he's got some challenge alongside him. Looks like Sam Fisher's going to try and make the break to try and come through. Rainbird is there with him as well. Rainbird is trying to come through. Can't quite make a move, so Yeomans hangs on for the moment. But interestingly, Roots has got past Lawrence. So Roots is now up into seventh position, past Lawrence. 
So that gets him back another place. If he can keep this move going in the slipstream on the run down the Stratford hairpin, he can gain another place. I think Yeomans has lost the place. Has he? No, sorry, he hangs on in there. It's the four that's trying to move forward. Sam Fisher on the back of Jim Rainbow. Greg squabbling all the way through this. We've got yellow flags down at Wilkins. Somebody's gone. Trying to figure out who that is. We've got a driver off to the sidelines. Now, surely that is not one of the leading pack. We'll double check. We'll check the flag has come out. And it's Dimelo from Fisher, Yeomans, Greenbird, Sam Fisher, Roots, Lawrence, Friday. It's one of the Churchills, I think. It must be Ken Churchill. It must be Ken Churchill. The 211 has gone there at the far side. What a shame. As the drivers make their way in for the end of a fantastic race. That was mighty, absolutely mighty racing there from the Supermasters as they come through for their scrutineering checks. And I'll just make sure that they're uh, all fine and legal as they come through. What an amazing end to the race there in the first heat for the Supermasters. Some pretty exciting driving. And uh, it really gives us some uh, entertaining things to talk about. From fifth on the green, eight thousandths of a second off pole position and through to the front, Sam Dimelo, Sam. That was absolutely astonishing driving. As Neil Fisher comes along to congratulate you, Sam, that was monumentally good racing, wasn't it? Yeah, it was very simple, really. As it's been all week, it's just get the tone. If you break the tone, then you're right. Like I did towards the end of it. Uh, while it was in tone, I just couldn't do something. Maybe must have started back then. Broke the tone, right? It's a great overtaking boost to get there as well. It must have been really difficult to time the right move at the right moment so you didn't lose too much ground on the way out. You mean to go on? Well done. So Sam Dimelo in the first position, the second place in the heat plate, Neil Fisher. That was hectic, to say the very least. I can't still have breath, actually. It was just so nip and tuck between everybody. Uh, Jim's just said, you know, he's got a little bit of bargy at the beginning, but uh, it's so nip and tuck. If you're on the front and somebody's tucked up behind you, you're just, you know, you're just turning everyone around. But I think four different leaders, three different leaders at one point, amazing. Fantastic racing, well done, Neil. And uh, to third position now, to uh, the man who started on pole position initially, Ben Yeomans. Ben, that looked like so much hard work out there, it must have been really difficult to hang on to the podium. Uh, really, it's quite an easy track to defend around, and to be honest, I wanted to sit in third for the next start, so. I suppose that side of the green is really a good place to be when you get to the first corner. So the long game for Ben, well done, good job. So there we are. Let's have a chat to a couple of the others that are just behind us as well. Jim Rainbird there in uh, fourth position. Jim, that was uh, really hard work and absolutely magnificent racing from you all. It got really close at times as well. The same at the first corner. Because I think Neil slightly hit my back with his front and it launched me off onto the, right onto the outside edge of the circuit. So I thought I was going off for a second, but got back in. A good save, and it's uh, probably saved your weekend as well. Yeah, that would have been a disaster to finish like last or something, and having done everything else right this weekend, so, but they thought so, okay. Yeah. Thanks, Jim. So there we are, the rest of the drivers just bringing their way through. We, I, I would interview them all, but we're going to hold up the line here, and I don't really want to do that for too long. So uh, that is the end of the first heats, and an absolutely cracking display 
from uh, everybody. They've uh, all worked very hard indeed to uh, get us uh, a very clean run at the end of the first race. And uh, wow, genuinely don't know what to say. Absolutely cracking start to the meeting. And uh, we've now got uh, four very different race winners. Christian Lilly, Ty Stansfield, Richard Evans, and Sam Dimolo. But uh, it's gonna be a really interesting uh, fight for the rest of the day. We've got eight races to go today here at uh, Shennington. And I don't mean to get anybody worried, but I'm looking up at the sky, and there's a few more clouds overhead, and they don't look so white as they were before. Now that is very interesting. What if that could spring a bit of a surprise before the end of the day? We're hoping not. Because Wilton Mill is something we really don't want to remember too quickly. But what a sensational start of the day here at Shepparton. We'll be back again a little bit later on, about a half hour's breather for all of the drivers, ready for some more great race actions. Three finals coming up next. But the heats have given us a great indication of what is to come here at Shepparton Kart Racing Club. We're going to have some absolutely magnificent racing to uh, continue on the day. And uh, with racing like that, we know exactly how exciting it's going to be. So we'll take a quick breather, and when we come back, there'll be more great racing on the way. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.